all around the world. Listening just got better. Welcome to the Teacher Tech Podcast, bringing you news and views on technology in primary education. New and exciting. Bringing you conversation. On Twitter, follow at iRocky to get involved. On the World Education Network, sharing good practice across the globe. Get involved. Now, here is your host, head teacher Ian Rocky. It is a great pleasure to welcome back to the Teacher Tech Podcast, newly crowned Safeguarding Champion of the Year by Edu Futurists. We'll come on to that later. Henry Platten, welcome, Henry, my Hi. friend. Welcome back to the Teacher Tech Podcast. Thank you for sparing the time. Probably in what at the moment is a very busy time for you with GoBubble. Uh, well, it's always a pleasure to chat. You know that, and um, I love just the discussions that we have and and opening up those thought processes. Uh, but yeah, really busy time for Go Bubble. Uh, it's been um, it's been a whirlwind, if I can be completely honest, since the first of Jan this year. Um, and just yeah, you, you almost sort of have to pinch yourself and stop from time to time just to to take stock and breathe and and see just the impact that it's started to have. Uh, not just regionally and, and nationally, but internationally. It's huge, absolutely huge. And I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, I've used the platform a lot, as you know, with the yeah. children in, in my school. And looking at the analytics, nice new feature, by the way, we'll come on to that later as well. Um, but looking at the analytics and seeing how far some of these bubbles have traveled, some of these posts have traveled, you know, people are, are engaging and collaborating all over the world, aren't they? I mean, this, this is becoming a truly global platform. Yeah, and and that's been you know, one of the one of the real pleasures and the real delights uh, is just how much you know teachers, educators, kids globally have just taken it into their hearts, embedded it into their lessons, and it was always one of the the conscious decisions that we that we made very early on. You know, because Go Bubble for us is is about three and a half years old. Uh, that's how long we've been building it for and, and testing it and making sure that it's strong and resilient and that it protects kids and that it protects schools because that's the primary concern. Um, and really, you know, we, we were very conscious working with teachers that we didn't want to be too prescriptive and we didn't want to pigeonhole it too much in terms of, you know, well, here's some core curriculum content that you can use to deliver through GoBubble or, or, you know, it's a platform that just does maths or it's a platform that just does literacy. Um, because one of the most important things for, for us is the creativity that educators and kids have. And if you do anything to restrict or restrain that, you're actually doing a disservice to the learning and the impact that can come from it. I couldn't agree more. And, and, and I mean, we've used it in so many different ways this year. And you're absolutely right. It is. It isn't just about. Um, it isn't just about PSHE. It, it's really about opening it and using it, using it as part of the wider curriculum, as much as possible. And I also find actually the more we use it, the more reasons and the more opportunities we are finding to use it in the mm -hmm. various different lessons that we're doing. Are you finding that with feedback from other educators? Yes, yeah, and and also you know seeing the the content that's created as you know you know Bubble, which is the the moderation platform that GoBubble sits on, checks all of the content before it goes live, so there's no problems, there's no headaches, there's no concerns for 
the kids or for the teachers. But obviously, you know, we still ensure that you know we check that the system's doing what it needs to do, and that we check uh, manually the the messages that come in. You know, we do dip samples just to to make sure that everything's working as it should do. And whenever you do that, you you get a real snapshot in time in terms of the lives of kids, the lives of teachers, and the lives of schools globally. And it's really interesting because there are common traits that come out. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a school in America, in the UK, in Africa, or over in the UAE. You know, the same kind of issues, uh, the same kinds of, of happiness and also concerns are there for kids. Um, and then for teachers, the way that they're crossing it over different lessons is just breathtaking. I mean, in ways that we would never have imagined. Everything from, you know, people doing uh, live dramatizations from history uh, and looking at the Tudors and looking at Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn. And uh, if they were alive nowadays and had social media, what would it be like? You know, what would people be commentating and, and learning through to uh, other history lessons, looking at Shackleton and looking at uh, writing motivational speeches in the style of, of Shackleton before um, before his ascent, um, all the way through then to uh, to maths and looking at using the polls and the votes that exist there, and then through to you know, modern foreign languages and looking at children learning Arabic, looking at learning Spanish, doing conversational Greek. You know, it's just incredible. It really is. I mean, uh, was it because I know recently uh, you went to the IST 2019 International Society for Technology and Education, which I believe was in Philadelphia in the United States. Um, followed you on Twitter, followed the whole thing on Twitter. It seemed like the place to be. How was it received? How was GoBubble and, and everything that you've just explained, you know, the opportunities for it? How was it received at IST? Yeah, I mean at at, uh, at ISTE, which is which is uh, how it's known uh, over in America. So um, ISTE is the it's the American equivalent of BET. Uh, that, that's probably the best way to to okay. give the example for, um, for for educators in the UK. Um, the the differences uh, between ISTE and BET is um, at ISTE there are a lot more um, frontline practitioners. Who attend? So, so the educators themselves, you know, or uh, superintendents, you know, the the equivalent of uh, local, you know, directors of education or uh, or systems leads. Um, and it was interesting because we were at uh, ISTE last year that was in Chicago, and at that point, you know, GoBubble was was very much you know, in its beta phase. It was, uh, you know, we were testing it in the schools, um, and it was there, you know, really just to to sort of to introduce the idea, to introduce the concept. Uh, and on the back of that, you have some really good friends of ours that, that I know you know, uh, you know Laurie Guyon uh, over in yeah, New York, sure. uh, Mary Alice Curran at the Digital Citizenship Institute, uh, Bronwyn Joyce over in Australia, you know, was able to connect with, with people um, you know, uh, similar to, to them uh, and them themselves. And then going to Philadelphia this year, it was it was a completely different experience, if, if I can be honest, and not not because of the city, which is a lovely city, um, but because of everything that's happened on Twitter and educators connecting with others and spreading the word about GoBubble. It wasn't a case that you had to say to people, oh, this is what GoBubble is, 
yeah, this this is how it works. This is why it's safe and and how it operates. People were coming up, going, "Oh yeah, Go Bubble! I've heard of this." You know, I know other people in our state or other people in our district that are using it. You know, it's great that you're here, having demos for it, and the the buzz and the vibe that was out there for it was just electrifying. Um, so I was very fortunate that together with Laurie. Uh, and with Margaret Aitkinson over in Louisiana, uh, Michael Dresick from Buffalo, and uh, Marcus Kingsley from NetSupport, our great friends, uh, and then also Linda Edwards, who dialed in from, from Canada. Oh, did she? Bless her. Did, yeah, live during a periscope that uh, the Valerie Lewis uh, looked after for us. Um, the, you know, we were part of, of a People's Choice uh, talk, which is the, I suppose, the equivalent of pretty much like the Better Awards, because it's it's voted for by by teachers and educators who want to learn about the subject and engage more and do a deep dive. So we did a, a panel talk, one of the official uh, ISTE presentations. Um, and then I also took part in another three, which were all around global collaboration and digital citizenship. Um, and it was wonderful because Richard Collata, who's the, the CEO of ISTE, uh, who uh, has got a, a wonderful background in technology and education, uh, Previous to ISTE, he was the director of education at Rhode Island. And um, previous to that, he was Obama's uh, advisor, one of Obama's advisors. Really? Education. Um, and Richard and I presented together on uh, on EdTech in London about three years ago. And this is, I say, when when GoBubble was just a, a, a dream, a twinkle in my eye at that point. Uh, and it was wonderful to see him in Philadelphia and see how well you know he's grown. Uh, and he was just so excited to hear about Go Bubble and the interest and the appetite that schools have for it, um, and how it it doesn't just celebrate digital citizenship, you know, which, which was you know one of the the original principles that we were looking at, um, but that it fully encompasses every aspect of school life, um, and almost you know pretty much is is almost like a, a social media for schools. In a way, you know, it's, you're bringing schools together in that that social learning environment where they can safely collaborate together, um, which fits so closely with with ISTE's own principles and, and guiding principles. I think you're absolutely right, and I think what you've you've encompassed it beautifully. There, it is becoming social media for schools. You know, it because it is allowing us. Uh, and and the children to to talk to friends in different parts of the world in a completely safe environment but what i found more than anything i think is that it's the whole idea of thinking before you post mm. uh, and very recently i did a pupil voice for computing because as you know i lead on computing in our school and uh, i did a pupil voice and one of the things that came out with, where the children had the most confidence and the most knowledge and understanding was online safety and digital citizenship because of their use of go bubble particularly over the last 12 months which i I was delighted with that because you know you go back 12 months and you'd ask them what digital citizenship was a few of them may have known but actually not to the state not to the same extent as they do now and I think that's where where it's made huge inroads and it's made a huge difference. Um, and, and there was a lot of chatter around GoBubble from, from ISTE, as you quite rightly said. Um, and even to the point where I noticed you were playing, you know, spot the GoBubble bag. <laughs> and, and, and somebody even spotted it in a, in a, it was Michael's in a departure lounge. 
yeah. you know yeah. and i thought you've made it you know <laughs> it's, it's you've made it the go bubble bag is is trending <laughs> but but no in all seriousness you know huge congratulations to you and your team because like you say you know three this has been three years in the making but this really is has taken off in such a big way hasn't it yeah and, and it's it has exceeded every expectation which i had for you know for for the first um the first six months of its of its public life um and uh, you know, one of the main inspirations which I've had throughout uh, throughout Go Bubble um, are my own kids. I'm wanting to create a safe environment for them. You know, looking at their life, looking at the world that they're going to have in front of them. You know, what what I always strive to do, and what we strive to do as a team, is just to make the internet a safer place yeah. and to give children those opportunities. Because you know, I, I think back to my own childhood, and I was I was blessed to be the son of two teachers. Uh, because that meant that you know there were opportunities that they were able to to give me. You know, and I think back to the travel that we did as a child. I think about you know the pen pals that I had, and that that learning really goes with you and stays with you. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I love Go Bubble in terms of that kind of those global connections that you can have for for children that you know otherwise may not have those opportunities to travel and to experience things, but. You know, vicariously through connecting with kids the same age in those countries and communities they can learn so much more it, it, indeed and i was just going to say and you know, we've spoken about this on a regular basis so you know in terms of the numbers of children who are involved which clearly are growing you know almost by the day how many users now have you got involved how many schools and also i know you've got a big big number of states in the united states that are involved i mean what are your stats looking like now henry yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. So, uh, I mean, in terms of states, we're now in 26 of the 50 states in the US. Wow. Uh, we're now in 25 different countries. Um, Costa Rica came online uh, very recently. Uh, in terms of uh, for the schools themselves, we've got well over a thousand schools now which are in Go Bubble. Um, but we actually have agreements uh, now and partners that we're going to be working with. Where we're actually going to be onboarding uh, more than 24,000 schools from the end of this year through to uh, autumn next year. Gosh. That's just incredible. And that's, that's potentially about 14 million kids. So the, the, you know, the growth that it's going through at the moment is just electric. It is, that's huge. I mean, this time, well, back at Christmas, you, you were hoping for 100,000 users. Oh yeah, you know yeah. we were we were we talked we spoke back in the autumn. I I distinctly remember you saying, "I would love to get to Christmas with with a hundred thousand users." And here we are, seven eight months later, and you're talking about millions of users. I mean that's that's really really some progress, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely fantastic. You know, and and that you know the the hundred thousand users was something that we always you know looked at for. For Christmas 2019 as being a benchmark to say, okay, you know, we've we've made it, you know, we've reached a, a certain pivotal point. Um, but yeah, it's just absolutely flying, you know, which is which is wonderful. And also, it, it's great in terms of you know for us the interest that it started to get. Um, I say you know from educators globally, but also from other people who have a vested interest within the education sphere. So. You know, that can either be you know, local government or national government. And also those parties you know, who may work in ed tech or work in 
other areas of education that can see the benefits of GoBubble and see the benefits of being part of that. Um, you know, everything from book publishers uh, through to uh, you know organisations that um, that host educational trips. You know, it's just the, the the possibilities are endless with it, which is one of the most exciting, but also one of the most frightening things at the same time, because um, yeah. obviously you, know, you you have to ensure that for us we're doing everything that's right by the user, and that's the that's the the moral compass that we always follow is you know every decision we make is this the right thing for the user? Um, if it is, that's great. You know, we go for it. If it isn't, then we don't go anywhere near it. And I think, you know, when you're working with a product such as GoBubble and a platform such as GoBubble, that has to be your foundation, doesn't it? That has to be your ethos. And I was going to go on to say, actually, I was going to kind of follow it up with, I mean, GoBubble, as far as I know, is a unique platform. I don't know of any other platform in, certainly in this country, uh, probably in the world, which accomplishes um, what it does and, and what it provides as a as a resource and as an app. I mean, are you aware, first of all, of anything else? And, and also because of its unique place in the ed tech field, has it attracted, has it brought in some of the major um, players, if you like, in terms of people like in the United Kingdom, the DFE, and in terms of educationalists who are seeing it for, for the huge value that it brings? Uh, it is globally, uh, so there's there's um, there are some things that I can talk about and some things that I can't talk about. Just um, it, it, which is of course, which is, um, I would always love to be able to, uh, but obviously you have to make sure that that things are things are completely sorted first. Oh, absolutely, uh, I'm not wishing to tempt any fate. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the the types of conversations that that we're now being part of and not conversations which you know which are being instigated by us, you know, people coming to us. Um, who are global players and see the appeal of GoBubble um, is just is breathtaking. And in fact, I was asked not that long ago. Uh, somebody said to me, "You know, what was the what was the first sign that you were onto something that was good?" And yeah, you know, the the first sign that they you know, were onto something that that's good um, for me was just the just the the sheer volume of schools coming in through. With, through, without spending anything on marketing, literally just them hearing about it and it fulfilling that need and them saying, yes, we want to be part of this. And then, you know, one of the next signs that we had that we've made it you know, were organizations, and we're talking multinationals who are interested in, in ed tech approaching us and saying, actually, you know, we would like to, to sit down and look at, you know, how can we work together? You know, we love what you've built and we love the the concept that's behind it and we can see the impact and the safety. Um, and you, you kind of, you have to pinch yourself at times, you know, to, 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 to look at that. Um, but at the same time, you know, take stock and celebrate because, you know, the team work incredibly hard, um, incredibly hard in, in doing everything that they do. Um, and they deserve this success because, you know, their, their effort, sometimes you know isn't seen by the outside world but um it takes my breath away everything they do well and as do you though henry i mean you deserve the credit uh, for it as well because you know i know as a team you included you work incredibly hard you, you've put in a lot of hours which which leads me nicely onto your 
Edgy Futurists Award, um, which which you know we were we were talking about briefly earlier on. Um, you know, having been shortlisted for Safeguarding Champion, I think you know the recognition. It's not all about awards. You and I know that, um, and it is about celebrating. And interestingly, I had a conversation with one of my members of staff today. Because I don't think as a profession we talk about and celebrate enough. I think as a profession, certainly in the teaching profession, we talk more about areas for improvement than we do about areas of success and areas that we've, we've actually done well in. Um, but it, and it is important to celebrate those areas of success. And, and I think, you know, you should feel incredibly proud um, and, and rightly so that, you, that you've been, um, you know, named as a safeguarding champion for um, Edgy Futurist. And tell us a little bit about the summit and the awards, because I know that was last, was it last Friday? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was last fri- last Friday. Uh, been arranged by uh, Ben, Dan, and Steve, uh, uh, who are the Edge of Futurists, and um, fantastic event. And for the you know the the caliber of people uh, who were presenting, and also you know the caliber of people who were delegates at the event, it really was a, a powerhouse in terms of people who were actively and who are actively engaged in education in terms of looking to the future and not in terms of you know crystal ball and you know could this happen could that happen you're very much grounded in terms of impact and initiatives which are which are taking place um you know people like uh, like louise jones uh whose twitter handle is, is scotland louise you know who's done great work with google up in scotland um and just you know, the opportunity to hear them and be in the same room as them was was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, and talking about everything from you know inclusive learning environments for people uh, who may have um, audible uh, problems, you know, in terms of uh, you know hearing loss or hearing impairments, um, but actually you know how you can use um, you know dictation software that exists in Google for free. Uh, to to create learning experiences for them through to, well, actually, as educators, how could you use that as well to save yourself time in terms of, you know, materials that you're preparing? So you don't have to sit there and type it out. Literally, you just click on the microphone in Google and start in Google Documents, start talking, and it will write the whole document out for you. Um, You know, wonderful time-saving opportunities. Um, But, yeah, for the awards themselves, uh, one just being nominated was was. Uh, a fantastic surprise and a great honor um and then finding out that the uh, the actual decision for for the winners uh was part of a uh, an international public vote uh is is you know, breathtaking to to get that recognition um so I, I felt truly humbled by that but i think it's incredibly well deserved because i mean you have been championing this uh, for a very, very long time, um, both in your role as founder of eCadets uh, and also in your role as, as founder of GoBubble. And I think, you know, this is clearly going to go from, from strength to strength. So, so to be, to be recognised for that, I think is really important, actually, because you are, you are flying the flag and leading the way, you know, proactively leading the way in something which really does address the issue of safeguarding and digital citizenship and online safety head on. You know, it really does look at it in an all-encompassing and very well-rounded way. 
uh, for for children and for young people. And certainly from the experience I've had with working with the young people at our school, they've got so much from it and developed a huge number of skills from using GoBubble. And they just look forward to using it every single week. And and that's and that's you know wonderful to to hear and to see um, because you know one of the things which which I've always taken the approach of from safeguarding you know, and going back to you know my background uh, as a sergeant and then you know work with with schools through e cadets is that um, you can look at safeguarding in one of two ways you can take the view which has existed uh, you know for for some considerable time particularly in the UK that safeguarding is born out of fear uh, and it's about trying to, to scare children uh, about what not to do, um, which actually causes a, a raft of problems for them when problems do occur. Um, you know, problems always do and, and always will. But if you if you start off with a culture of fear, then for a child, when they make an innocent mistake, when something does go wrong on technology, they'll feel apprehensive to actually raise it to a trusted person, you know, be it a, a member of staff, be it a parent or, or a guardian. And that's wrong. I mean, that's, that's fundamentally failing the child, uh, in, in my opinion. If you, if you actually take a proactive approach to safeguarding and involve children as part of the solution and work with them and empower them, actually you're embedding skills there which will run for the rest of their life um, and skills that will also go outside of the four walls of a school and will start to have an impact on their home life, on their community, uh, on relatives they may have, for example, who are elderly. And we've seen that in the past as well. You know, kids learning materials in schools because you've empowered them and actually going home and teaching grandparents and teaching parents about how to be safe online. And then, you know, for GoBubble, I mean, it's a concept. You know, if you say, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to build a, a social network for kids, you know, some people uh, may may panic uh, and say, well, you know, what are you doing? But actually, you know, by them being able to say, well, actually, you know, this is, this is built on an infrastructure which has been robustly tested and is built with safeguarding as its core and is in its DNA, then actually, you know, how, how could it possibly ever be considered to be a bad thing? because children are going to use social media anyway. So by giving them that safe environment, by giving them that safe opportunity and involving them, you're actually, again, instilling those skills for life. And you look at the, the new document that's come out from the DfE about how to teach online safety in schools, you know, and, and there are big trends in that, you know, which we've already seen and I've been involved with for years, you know, the role of kids empowering other, a role of empowering kids to help their friends, uh, the role of looking for trusted resources that can actually help and encourage and educate. You know, for us, that, that is GoBubble. That's something which we've always strived for it to be. Um, so it can only be a good thing when you involve children in the solution and you try and take a, a proactive approach as opposed to simply trying to, to scare and petrify people, which, you know, it's always shown that it, it doesn't work. Uh, and it's a very negative approach to have. I couldn't agree more. And and I think that's one of the reasons why 100% of our bubbles are all green. Yeah. You know, every single, every single one of our bubbles. And we've sent thousands, you know, since, since our Go Bubble account has, has been up and running. Our school have sent, have sent thousands and thousands of bubbles between thousands of words. Um, and not one of them has flagged up even as a, as an amber. Because no. like you say... <laughs> 
Go on, sorry. I suppose we should explain for those people listening who um, who may not have uh, encountered GoBubble. Um, so yeah, Bubble, the, the moderation, uh, looks at everything just like a traffic light. So if it's if it's green, it goes straight through. If it's red or amber, it stops uh, and it goes into a silo, so it never actually appears. Um, but yeah, it's again, you know, it's wonderful to to see schools you know that do so well with that. And then also, you know, those those kids who you know do make some mistakes, uh, you know, and, and will hit an amber bubble or hit a, a red bubble. You know, we, we make sure that they get that learning opportunity by explaining to them why that bubble was charted as as amber or red. Um, so actually they get to self-reflect and then uh, modify going forward you know, and, and have those teachable moments. And I think also the way that you've set up the, the, the algorithm and the platform behind it, because it's got some very, very good word lists, you know, so that when people are posting these bubbles, when the children are posting these bubbles, if there's anything, because we've had some very good conversations about words which to the children seem fairly innocuous, but actually if you put them in a different context, they could become or they could lead to something becoming almost quite offensive or inappropriate. So for the children, they're they're saying, well, why? Why is this? You know, why hasn't this been allowed? Why haven't it been allowed to post this bubble? I say, well, okay, let's have a think about that and put that maybe into a, into a different sort of post or into a different. Ah, yes, I can see what you're saying. So you know, there's lots, like you say, lots of really good teaching points to come out of it and to us to to open up a dialogue between ourselves and the children. Yes, yeah, and and that you know that, that's one of the great things is that that dialogue and that, that wraparound. And again, you, you look at other wonderful, you know, tech solutions that, that are out there and exist. Um, you know, the power of, for example, Skype, you know, to have Skype classrooms. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then the, the role which people have deployed GoBubble in terms of doing that work before a Skype classroom and then after a Skype classroom. So actually you get the true learning impact that can come from it. And that's one of the, the most important things for us is that you know that pedagogy is is embedded in everything that we try and do and strive to do um and if we can make the most of um of that learning opportunity for people using other platforms for part of a solution uh but then wrapped around that as go bubble and that's that's brilliant and we see great app smashing like that as well it definitely so 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 you know looking looking ahead now looking forward because i know you never stand still when it comes to anything particularly go bubble um what sort of things and developments can you tell us about that are coming up maybe looking into the new academic year and beyond okay so uh there are some exciting things that we're working on um in terms of the besties so um so the besties that we have, which are the, the global collaboration groups, one of the things that we're looking at doing, uh, making live in the autumn, uh, is actually going to be hashtags. Mm-hmm. So uh, by by enabling uh, hashtags to exist within uh, GoBubble, what it will mean is it will actually start to curate and compile lists for teachers and for kids uh, of posts which have that common thread running through it. Uh, and then also within the besties area, uh, it will then pull through those hashtags to the besties, which then means that you will get uh, trending groups uh, in terms of the content that's being shared. So if you, as an educator, wanted to look for some inspiration around geography, you would then uh, easily be able to get recommendations through besties of all of the projects that relate to geography. 
uh, and that then may have particular hashtags that you're looking for. So if it's weather, um, you, know, you might be able to, to find uh, the groups that all link with weather as a subject. So you're know, really helping, again, further save time, improve the learning, uh, and improve that, that signposting through. Um, also, with regards to the, uh, the apps, the Android and the iOS apps, um, we're doing some work there to, uh, to bring them more in line with the web uh, interface that we have. So again, to make that user experience nice and smooth for the kids. Um, and part of that as well will be the opportunity for, uh, for educators and for teachers to actually start to be able to send out invites to other teachers at other schools that they may know okay. and have. Uh, or actually by clicking on that invite from another teacher, you'll then be able to go straight into a bestie group with them. That's a really good, really good idea. And some great things. I mean, there some, some excellent, I particularly like the hashtags. <laughs> I, I think, I know, I think, you know, because again, it, it's that, it's that authentic social media feel, isn't it? Yes, yeah, and that, that's one of the things that we really wanted to, to strive to, to get. You know, and, and Linda was uh, over in, Tor in Toronto, was wonderful inspiration for this, when she was saying that one of the things that she would love to do is actually be able to start to group content together based on particular hashtags. So, as you know, we're always very open to, to ideas that the users have and that the teachers have and the kids uh, in terms of sharing those through. So yeah, if we can act on that and put it into the development roadmap, then we do. Uh, and then there's some other some other cool things which uh, which at the moment again I don't want to tempt fate by saying they're going to be in the autumn because it might be a little bit late in the autumn. Uh, there's a couple of things that we're working on at the moment for for the kids in particular, uh, which they will enjoy. So hopefully before Christmas they'll be they'll be live in the app. Well, I, you know, we've we've only got nine school days left, but I can honestly say that 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 Go Bubble this year has completely enhanced certainly my teaching within school. I've used it with everybody from reception through to year six. So, and and because of the fact you can log in with a QR code, it makes it so straightforward and so user friendly. So, I've used it with the, with our entire school, and everybody has absolutely loved it. So, certainly on behalf of myself and on behalf of the many other thousands of educators uh, around the world quite literally thank you for for providing us with a platform that continues to grow and continues to to improve and continues to allow us to not only just keep our children safe but also give them the tools and the skills that they're going to need to have a successful online future thank you and not at all and also just before we finish huge congratulations from everybody uh here at the teacher tech podcast and from our school and from all the other educators listening because your uh, your award for safeguarding champion of the year is so hugely well deserved and i think probably the very first of many <laughs> thank you henry thank you so much for sparing the time to talk to us tonight as always it's been a great pleasure cheers Ian. bye You've been listening to the Teacher Tech Podcast with Ian Rocky. Keep listening to our weekly episodes to find out more. On Twitter, include hashtag Teacher Tech Podcast in your tweet to join the conversation. Thanks for joining us.